Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Somebody I haven't chatted to in a while, if I'm not mistaken, it's going back to towards the end of last year. Let's welcome Avi K, guide for the Kotel Institute of Jerusalem. Avi, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Pleasure. Good afternoon from Haifa. We are actually in <laughs> at the moment, but I was at the Kotel yesterday. Nice to speak to you again. Yeah, yes, great. In a few months. It, it has indeed. I think, yeah, that was uh, December the last time we chatted, wasn't it? Yes. If I'm um, not mistaken. What in, correct. What happens in winter at the Kotel is that they cut the shifts down. All right. Because a lot of people don't come in the afternoon and it's cold and it's wet and Jerusalem is very, um, the weather, the, the weather, it is challenging that time of the year. Certainly so now indeed. that spring is here and summer's here, there uh, there are a few more shifts, right. and I'm able to be there in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, so that's where I stand. Okay, so well, besides a lot more shifts and the weather changing, uh, certainly there's been a lot more action to add to that. I mean, uh, uh, since uh, since the beginning of the year, with all the unrest and uh, well, there's been visits also and uh, situations happening in that part of the world. Give us a, a feel as to what the Qatar, uh, what's happening there at the moment, and what it's experienced up. Now. Thank you so much for bringing that point up because once you at the Kotel and getting to the Kotel mm-hmm. this week was easy, there was no a problem, people were walking, I walked through the Arakota, there was absolutely no hassle. The Kotel was very quiet, very warm as the sun set and soaked it in the golden colors that come out at that time of the day. There were very few people towards late on in the evening. By 8 o'clock, it was very, very quiet. And as I was leaving, they had actually blocked off the entrance to the Arab quarter. So you could only go through the Jewish quarter. And that was the first inkling that I got that there had been unrest and that there was a lot of tension. And then it comes to mind as you're walking the number of security personnel, the number of clusters of security people around. And that just makes you feel a lot more secure. But at the same time, it's a ugly reminder of the unrest that's happening at the moment. Certainly. And hoping that, you know, once Ramadan, uh, you know, once the overflow from that calms down, everything will return to normal and people can get on with their lives without there being the sense of friction all the time. Indeed, Avi, that's something we do want to avoid. We don't want to see anything like that happening at this point. There's so much uh, to contend with. So there's, there's bigger fish to fry in life, isn't it? Well, let's look at the positives. That's what's, what's been happening in that, uh, in that part of the world recently. There's been some significant, um, well, some prominent uh, figures, prominent, uh, shall we say, uh, celebrities and uh, politicians visiting the Qatar as of late, Rob Lowe being one of them, uh, if I recall. And, of course, now a very uh, significant event having taken place recently was uh, with the Prime Minister, or I stand corrected, or was it the President, President Herzog, along with the Prince of uh, Iran? Yes, so that happened quite recently. Again, those are things that are happening and are planned together with the city of Jerusalem, right. more than the actual Kotal Institute itself, because you know when President Herzog comes um, or a prime minister comes of certain countries, right. they actually shut the whole plaza down. Okay, and they allow them coming. So when the American president came to Jerusalem last year. They were actually quite happy in a way that he wasn't coming to the Kotel simply because of the security that needs to go on beforehand sure. to make sure that everything runs smoothly. So, yes, there's a lot of people that do come that, that were there. And again, all the focus has really been, unfortunately, on the negative on, on the Temple Mount, where there's just been a whole lot of issues that have gone on, storing of rocks and fireworks and sort of planned sure. unrest, which is really, really unnecessary. But on the positive, as you said, um, one thing I did see this week at the Kotel 
is that, you know, in all religious schools, when the young boys and girls start to read, they get a siddur, a prayer book. And there's often a siru party and the parents come. It's a, it's a very heartwarming experience. And sure. I experienced one this week at the Kotel where they had this massive talit, this massive prayer shawl. And they must have had, I don't know, 15, 20 kids under it, marching with their fathers, walking and singing all the way down to the Kotel. And I just thought of the, the set of parties that I went to as a parent for my kids, which was so, so special. And yet you look at this and you just think, here we are at the heart of Jewish civilization, at the heart of Jewish history, at the heart of Jewish emotion. And here sure. these children are standing there. And it was just very heartwarming. And when you take the videos and the photos and you send them around and the reaction that comes back to you, mm-hmm. it makes you realize that anything can become blasé. You go to the Kotel every day, and it's what happens, and you sort of lose that sensitivity, maybe. And yet when you share these beautiful images with people around the world, you realize how they long to be there and how envious they are in a positive sense that they're not there right now right. to enjoy that experience. Mm-hmm. And and maybe just to, to harp on another point while I'm on that particular issue, sure. is that I, I saw it again this week, is that... People just need to realize that when they come to the Kotel, it's very personal for every person. But right. we also need to realize that if we're coming as tourists, we come, we're there, we soak it up, we take it in, and then we go away. But there are people who come every single day, and they've been coming for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And it's just a personal request that when we all come to the Kotel, just to think that the Kotel is the single biggest open-air synagogue in the world, at times it can house 70,000 people. Wow. People come there to pour okay. their hearts out. 70,000? Just to be sensitive, yes, on, on the high holidays when, um, when there's the priestly blessings and the pause is packed, it is incredible how many people can be there. Um, and again, or, you know, just all the kudos to the police. It goes on, nothing happens, it's smooth, it's packed, it's a lot of people, but there's no incident. And it's just really great to them. But my point is when visitors come, please just be sensitive to people's religious needs. And when you come to the Kotel to dress appropriately Certainly. and to make sure that, the, that there will be no sense of offense when you arrive. And please come, enjoy. There's new tours that have opened. They open till 9 o'clock at night. And we look forward to welcoming you. Avi, we're going to have to leave it there. It was great chatting to you and, and listening to your uh, update on what's sweet. been uh, happening at the Kotel. Take care, um, Avi. And, uh, yeah, again, great chatting to you. And uh, have a blessed uh, weekend. As I've mentioned earlier on, it's our last uh, afternoon overdrive show for the week. So Shabbat Shalom to you. And we'll chat to you again on Monday.